Romans 1 verse number 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I want to preach for a few moments on a subject I have a concern that must be resolved. I have a concern that must be resolved. And church, we're going to resolve it tonight. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done already. God, I believe your people are ready to receive your word. These are your people. This is your church. We are your sheep. I am your vessel. Use me, God, for your glory. Lord, help me to speak every word that is intended. I don't want my flesh to get in the way. We give you glory in Jesus' name. If you're ready to receive the word, clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Everything that was made, the Bible says, was made by him and for him. Everything was made for Jesus Christ. So, Sir Donna Holmes, it's so good to see you here in the house of the Lord. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. That we may know him. Everything that was made was made for him. It was made for Jesus Christ. Why? So that we may know who Jesus Christ is. That we may know him. Creation was formed for relationship, not religion. Once Adam was created, God came looking for Adam in the cool of the day. You do not come looking for someone unless you want a relationship with that individual. If God wanted religion with you only, he would have never met with Adam. And he would have only demanded that Adam serve him without knowledge of who he is. If you have a job, brother and sister Carter, I was sharing this with you. If you have a job working for a company and you have no knowledge of why you do what you do, you have no knowledge of the company's goals, no understanding of how you contribute to the big picture of the company, you are working out of need, money only, and not desire. Why? Because desire is birth from relationship. And this is what the church has become for many of us today. Serving with no knowledge, no relationship. People today are so confused. The devil has done a good job with causing people not to believe, not believe in the Lord. We have all these denominations. People say, I do not want religion. I'm not sure if I even believe in religion. Well, listen to me and listen to me very well this evening. God did not take the time to create the heavens and the earth. He didn't take the time to form mankind from the dust of the ground and breathe the ruah, the breath of life into your nostrils. He didn't wrap himself in flesh to have a religion with you. No, but he came to reconcile you and I back to him, back to a relationship. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Reconciliation is defined as the restoration of a friendly relations. Let me help someone today that is questioning, that has the question of why are there so many churches? Why are there so many denominations? Well, let me help you today and answer that for you because there is only one church. 
And I can prove that to you. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter number 16, verse number 13. The Bible says when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say there are John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And then he said unto them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon somebody say this rock. And upon this rock I will build whose church? My church. So to let you know there's only one church. God did not create churches. But he says, I will build this upon my church church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it so if you're in the wrong church the gates of hell will prevail but when you're in the right church the gates of hell shall not prevail you must be upon the rock to be a part of the rock you must be a part of the right church so who or what is the rock? The rock is the Petra. You find that same word Petra, the rock, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. One of my favorite verses in the Old Testament is Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse number 30, where the scripture says, How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock had sold them? And the Lord had shut them up. And verse number 31 says, For their rock is not as our rock, even as even our enemies themselves being judged. Moses is speaking here about the rock. Notice he says their rock or the world's way or the world's God. The world's belief is not like our belief. That's why we can have testimony service and people stand and say that's my rock because my rock is Jesus Christ. And as long as I'm standing on that rock then it doesn't matter what takes place in my life. I know that God is able to bring me out. But you have to be standing on the right foundation, which is the rock of Jesus Christ. Moses was speaking there in the book of Deuteronomy. So let's go to the New Testament in 1 Corinthians where the Bible or Paul is writing here where he refers back to Moses. 1 Corinthians here, chapter number 10, starting at verse number 1. It says, moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Then the scripture says, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. That rock was Jesus Christ. So there's only one church. There's not multiple churches. It was the same church in the Old Testament. It's the same church in the New Testament. And that church is built upon Jesus Christ. That's why in Acts chapter number 2, verse number 36, it says, Therefore let all the house of Israel know surely that God hath made the, that same, the same Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. That's why the scripture says, now when they heard this, when they found out that it was the same one that brought them out of Egypt, it was the same one that led them across the Red Sea, it was the same one that brought down the walls of Jericho, it was the same one that delivered and gave them manna, it was the same one that poured out the water from the rock, it was the same one who they crucified and hung on the cross. It was that Jesus. And when they heard this, the Bible says their heart was pricked and said, what shall we do? He said, you've got to repent. You've got to change. 
change your ways. Change your mind. And once you change your ways and change your mind, then you shall be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. The Bible didn't say some of it, but it said every one of you ought to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I can just go on a little further. You shall receive that rock, that spiritual rock on the inside of you. And when you have that spiritual rock, nobody can move you from your foundation. The Bible says in that same chapter, verse number 47, it says, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to what? The church, the one church. He added to that church daily, such as should be saved. So the Lord is not adding to any other church. I don't care what your name is on the building. If you're not preaching about the rock, if you're not telling people about Jesus Christ, if you're not baptizing people in the rock, in the name of Jesus Christ, if you're not talking about being filled with the rock, being in filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, I don't care what your church name is. It's all about the foundation that the Lord built his one church on. There's only one church. And if there's only one church, there can only be one gospel. If the church is built on Christ, then the preached gospel can only be about Jesus Christ. It can't be about anything else. That's why the Bible says in our opening text in Romans 1 verse number 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. But Paul had a concern. He was concerned about the church. Paul's concern to the one church that only should preach the one gospel. And him and I share that same concern. That concern is found in 2 Corinthians chapter number 11, verse number 3. This is what I've come to challenge somebody here in the spirit. But the Bible says, but I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, I'm going to say that again, for if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, are y'all reading what I'm reading? It says, whom we have not preached. We have not preached another Jesus. We've preached that same Jesus. Or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received or another gospel which you have not accepted you might well bear him Paul is saying you are taking the time to listen to somebody that's trying to tell you about another way to heaven you're listening to other people that's trying to tell you another way other than the gospel of Jesus Christ the scripture says in verse number six I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. 
Paul was trying to get the attention of the people, and I'm trying to wake somebody up here tonight, that if you are taking the time, the opportunity to listen to anybody else other than what you have heard first preach, other than what you have received, the gift of the Holy Ghost, some of us are being moved off of what we have believed from the beginning, as if what God has done for you in the beginning is not good enough for you right now. I wonder if I'm helping somebody, if I'm preaching to a church uh, that will stand with me uh, as your pastor. I'm telling you, we will not introduce another Jesus. We will not introduce another way. But there's only one way. There's only one church and only one gospel. Well, I've got a few of you to agree with me, but I'm trying to get the rest of you to wake up. I'm trying to tell you this world is trying to tell people there's multiple ways to heaven. That is a lie from the devil. There's only one way to the kingdom of God. And we must stand on the gospel truth. If we're not preaching Jesus, what are we doing? Because it's Jesus that heals. It's Jesus is the one that, mm, 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 mm. I feel the Holy Ghost just for a moment. It's Jesus, he's the one that has brought victory in your life. It is Jesus, he's the one that has brought healing in your life. I'm talking about the testimonies that went up before the Lord. That was to glorify Jesus. That wasn't glorifying man, that was glorifying Jesus. And many of you that stepped out by faith, your faith was in Jesus. Your faith was not in Eddie Robinson. Your faith was in Jesus. So when you stepped out in the aisle, when you begin to throw up your hands, you were saying, Lord, I believe. Come and touch my body. But we cannot be removed. We cannot allow a spirit that beguiled Eve. We cannot allow other people to try to intimidate us or confuse us or try to tell us that there's another way. But I've come to wake somebody up here in the Mitchell Center and all those that are watching. I'm trying to tell you there's no other way. But we must be built on the Petra, the solid rock. It is on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. That means wherever else I go, if I don't have Jesus, I'm sinking. If I don't have Jesus, I'm drowning. If I don't have Jesus, I'll be tossed. But if I stand on the word, if I stick with Jesus, if I stand on the rock if I keep the Lord in my life I know God will keep me because I've come to tell somebody I'm here to stay you can sit there and look at me with that tone all you want but I'm here to stay I'm not leaving this gospel I'm not walking away from the truth I'm not walking away from the one that brought me out hallelujah Oh, I've come to tell somebody, even if I got to rattle my own cage, even if I got to convince myself, I've come to tell, I've come too far. God has done too much for me. Well, let me put a smile on my face. I ain't upset with nobody. I'm trying to help somebody to understand that it's Jesus that's going to pull you out. It's Jesus that already pulled you out. It's Jesus. He's the one that we need. It's Jesus. He's the one that can make a way. It's Jesus. He's the one that gives me strength. It's Jesus. He's the one that wakes me up. It's Jesus. He's the one that keeps my mind. It's Jesus. He's the one that gives me joy, unspeakable joy. Yes. 
and full of glory. Hallelujah. It's Jesus. I'm not preaching another gospel. I'm preaching Jesus. And there are denominations. I don't care what the name is on the building. I don't care. They better be preaching this. And they better not be leaving out something. Because some folks are listening to other people, whether it be on social media or whether it be going to other churches. And you're being pulled into saying, oh, well, you okay. You believe, don't you? It's okay. Don't you believe in God? Then you're fine then. God knows your heart. Yeah, he sure does. And? Can you, is, is there a, are you going to finish that sentence? But they want to stop there. God knows your heart. He knows you love him. Oh, you love him. But you're doing everything that he hates. See, that's why we need more Jesus preaching. <laughs> because Jesus is the lion and the lamb. <laughs> See, that's why we need more Jesus preaching. <laughs> I ain't talking about this patty cake stuff. I ain't talking about pat you on the backside and say, oh, you okay, baby. Just, I hope to see you next Sunday. No. God, change me. Change me. Change me. That's why we need Jesus. Because Jesus can change you. I wish I had a witness in here. Has God changed your life? Has God changed your life? Has God changed your mind? Has God changed your heart? I'm talking about folks that used to think one way, but now God has changed you. And now you think an entire different way. Because people need to know the truth. People need to hear the truth. Amen. Pastor, can I come out of my sin? Yes. Because Jesus came and died. Just for that reason. We love and we like to hear that Jesus came and died for our sins. And we grab hold of that and say, well, I don't need to do anything because he done everything for me. Can I, can I tell you the truth? Yes, the scripture says that. And the scripture also says that once he rose again, he told his disciples, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. What are you saying, pastor? What I'm simply saying is, is that if he would not have rose, his death would have been for nothing. If he wouldn't have rose, his death would have meant nothing. It's no different in our life. When we come to Jesus Christ and when we give our life to him, as we say, if there is no resurrection, if there is no change, if there is no altering, if there is no new life, then what did you give your life to Christ for? 
you might as well have stayed doing what you're doing. You cannot say out of your mouth, I've gave my life to Christ, and we can't go right back to the same junk that we go back into. No, Jesus rose again, and then we can rise again in new life. But see, that's why we need Jesus preaching. We need Old Testament Jesus. We need New Testament Jesus. We need all the Jesus that we can get. We can't leave out one verse. We can't leave out one chapter. But we got to tell people, yes, you can be made new. Yes, God can change your life. Yes, God can heal your body. Yes, God can deliver you. Yes, you can come out. Yes, you can be delivered. How? In the name of Jesus, somebody clap your hands and shout Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, can I get five more minutes? I just want, I'm just preach myself happy because the devil, he's a liar. He'll try to do everything he can to slow me down, stop me. He can try to pull me down. He can have me thinking all kind of ways, but that devil's a liar. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Oh, I wish I had some soldiers in here for Jesus Christ. I wish I had a church in here that believed what I was saying that we stand on the rock we stand on Jesus Christ come on clap your hands unto the Lord hallelujah so I have a concern that we need to resolve tonight we need to resolve this uh-huh. Some of us need to make up in our mind tonight that we will be holy. Some of us need to make up in our mind tonight that we will live separate from the world. Some of us need to make up in our mind tonight that we will be a worshiper. Oh, I'm going to say that one more time. Some of us need to make up in our mind tonight that we will be a worshiper. I'm talking about a worshiper all the time. I'm not talking about a worshiper within these hour and a half, these 90 minutes. No, no, no. I'm talking about a worshiper at home. I'm talking about a worshiper on your job. I'm talking about a worshiper in your neighborhood. I'm talking about a worshiper when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Oh, Lord, how did I get over here? But I still love you. How did I end up over here? But I still praise you. I'm talking about when you don't feel like worshiping, you still throw up your hands and say, Lord, I love you. When you feel like thrown in a towel, giving up, you still have a mind to worship. I've got a concern. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I've got a concern because some of us need to make it up in our mind that we will be a child of the Lord. A child of the king. Some of us, I don't know who I'm preaching to. I may be preaching to one person. But if I'm preaching to one, that's enough for me. I want to rattle someone's cage here tonight. And let you know you came to the right house. Though you're hearing the right message. I've come to wake you up. For you to make a decision. Stop going here and then going there. Having a decision to come in and then come out. But have a made up mind to say, I'm here to stand on the rock. You wonder why you're being tossed to and fro. It's because you're not on the rock because once you stand firm on the rock and once the rock gets a hold of you I promise you we will not go nowhere I promise you nobody can replace his love I promise you but Paul had a concern and I've got a concern that we must have 
a resolution tonight. I'm talking to the church now. CMT, who are we going to be? Let's, let's let that sink in for a moment. Who are we going to be? What, what are you seeing? What are you feeling right now? Do, 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 do you see more? Do you see growth? Let me help you. I'm not talking about the church right now. I'm talking about for yourself. Let, let me just help you. Let me clear that air right now. Let's, let's, let's clear that. Because I'm telling you, growth is going to happen. So let's just get that out the way. It's, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm telling you right now. And some of you are thinking double. You might as well forget about that. I'm thinking quadruple to the third power. I don't know what that is, but it sounded good. So <laughs> don't, don't laugh at me, Brother Whitaker. Don't laugh at me. You, you, thank you. You just... So don't, don't, uh, no, we, growth is happening. It's going to happen. We will run out of space quickly. And some of you are thinking next year, you might as well get your mind made up on this year. We're going to have some challenges ahead of us that we're going to have to figure out and work out. But when we get there, we'll cross that road. But until then, what about my life? What about my growth? What about my walk? What about my worship? What about my prayer? What about my humility? What about about my obedience? Uh He said, I marvel that you're so soon removed. How can you, 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 come on, you haven't been doing this thing that long. What's going on? Somebody's preaching another Jesus to you. Somebody's preaching another gospel to you. And Paul said, you are willing to bear them, meaning you're willing to listen to it. You're willing to take heed to their words. Paul had a concern, and I've got a concern for somebody here today. I'm concerned about somebody's soul here today because you're listening to other voices and people that's trying to tell you another way to heaven, another way other in Jesus Christ. I'm here to tell you there is no other way. There is no other way. Listen, don't listen to Eddie Robinson. Just listen to the book. You hear me? Leave Eddie Robinson out of it. Just listen to the book. The book proves it that that rock was Christ. And we must be Founded and grounded on that same rock. There's only one church. And there's only one gospel. Don't let a spirit of deception and a spirit of this world to try to confuse you because of all the denominations. Because everybody, because you go to everybody's church, everybody say they're right. Well, if there's only one church, if there's only one gospel, somebody's got to be right. Somebody's got to be wrong. And you listen to this preacher. I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm not telling you I'm wrong. What I'm telling you is this word is right. Amen. 
Because if I was to get up here and preach something else contradictory to this word, I'm wrong. The word is right. You hear me? Don't you go following me if I start talking about something else crazy. Now, don't blast me on social media either. Just go pray for me because God will remove me. He'll, he'll take care of me. You ain't got to worry about it. He'll take care of me. But if I go talking about something else, you stick to this word. You don't say, well, my pastor said, see, there's so many people. Y'all better hear me today. I don't know who I'm preaching to. That Well, my pastor said, well, my brother said, well, my uncle said, well, they said this. What does his word say? This word says that we must repent, that we must have a change of heart. We must have a change of mind. We can't keep going back to the same ways, to the same stuff. No, God has all power in heaven and in earth. So don't try to limit God. Don't try to limit what he can do because he's able to do anything. Because that's what the book says. And the book says that we repent and we be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's what the book says. The book says you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's what the book says. And the book says these signs shall follow them that believe. That's what the book says. Mm, 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 mm. The book says if you got the spirit, then you will produce fruits of that spirit. The book says you'll have long suffering. The book says you'll have mercy. The book says you'll have tender, tender kindness. The book says. It doesn't matter what Eddie Robinson says. But I want to help somebody right now that we must make up our minds tonight. Let's lift our hands toward heaven right now. Come on, let's lift our hands toward heaven. Come on. I've preached to happy. Now I want to help somebody get to their knees. Come on. I've preached to happy. Now I want to preach it to your knees. We've got to make a resolution tonight. Are we going to stand on the rock or are we going to listen to another gospel? Are we going to stand on the rock or are we going to listen to another gospel? I'm not going to ask you to stand, but I will ask you to move. If I'm helping somebody here right now, if you need a change in your life, you need a change in your circumstance, I'm telling you to rise up, move from where you are, make a commitment in your life. Every young person in this building ought to come to this front and say, I'm a teenager, but I'm sold out for Jesus. I may be young, but I'm had a made up mind. I may be young but I'm determined to walk with Jesus every young person should come to this altar there should every teenager every man woman boy and girl we ought to come and say I'm making a resolution that I'm determined to walk with Jesus I'm determined to stand on the rock I'm determined to give my life to him I'm determined in the name of Jesus Christ don't allow yourself to be removed as if there is another gospel but someone here today needs to make a stand I choose to be a saint I choose to be separate I choose to be set apart I'm choosing to be holy I'm choosing to be a worshiper I'm choosing to be a praiser I'm choosing right now God 
I'm resolving it in my spirit. I'm not walking out of here the same way I walked in here. Meaning I've got to have a made of mind. I'm not going to be like the things of this world. But I'm going to separate myself. 